Welcome to the Badass Lightworker Podcast. My name is Ella Sang, and I'm a spiritual life and business coach, master manifester, and lover of all things woo. If you are a spiritual entrepreneur or leader looking to own your purpose and truth to make massive impact in this world, then you've found the right place. It is my mission to empower badass, ambitious lightworkers to embrace their soul purpose, shine their light online with confidence, and manifest their most soul-aligned business in life. You deserve to create your dream reality, and this podcast will give you all the spirituality, manifestation, mindset, and business tools to make it happen. Get ready to raise your vibration big time and to raise the vibration of this entire planet with your light. You with me? What is up, my loves? Welcome back to the Badass Lightworker Podcast, and welcome to the month of November. So November is one of my favorite months of the year and I'm a little bit biased because my birthday is in November and in fact, my birthday just happened yesterday. Yay! So your girl is officially 24 years old and yesterday I made a post on Instagram and on Facebook just doing a quick recap and timeline on everything that has happened in my 23rd year of life, especially all the little challenges and big changes and shifts that happened in 2019. And I think it's always such a valuable exercise to do, to do that kind of reflection and just see how a lot of the times we have curveballs, we have challenges presented to us, but then in hindsight, just a few months later, and especially at the end of a birth year, that you take that look back and you're like, wow, I have grown so much and now I can see how everything had to have happened exactly the way that they did to get me to where I am right now. So I was really feeling the feels because my 23rd year was really all about stepping outside of my comfort zone, getting really uncomfortable, taking bigger risks and following my soul's guidance even in times where it might not really make sense. So it was really cool because I had really big shifts like leaving my corporate job, moving to Bali for a bit, but then having to move back because my cat ran away and all that kind of fun stuff. So definitely check out that post on my Instagram if you haven't seen it yet. And today I am here with an extremely exciting interview to share with you. So I had the honors of interviewing a great friend of mine Ashley Perkins, and Ashley is a self-mastery coach and speaker, personal development expert, and human design analyst. And we had such an amazing, high vibrational conversation all about self-mastery, how to unbecome who you were told to be, NLP, and all that great stuff. So I'm really excited to jump right into that. And before I do, I just want to let you guys know quickly that I'm really stoked because I have new one-on-one coaching spots available in my Shine Your Light program and also in my Light Up Your Life program. So Shine Your Light is a program for spiritual entrepreneurs who are ready to quit dimming their light, step out of the sidelines and step into the light where they are reprogramming their limiting subconscious beliefs, stepping into their next level identity and manifesting their most lit up life and business. So this is really for the spiritual entrepreneur who has been playing small, feeling like they can't really own what they are here to do. Together, we work through the layers of spiritual connection, 
of mindset mastery. So really reprogramming your subconscious mind so that you can embody your next level self. And we also work on defining your most aligned business and brand strategy so that you can show up with confidence, with your purpose to serve massively and to raise the collective vibration of this planet through your work. So that's what Shine Your Light is all about. And I am so grateful to be able to support amazing spiritual entrepreneurs on their journey. For Light of Your Life, this is a program for light workers who are currently not interested in starting a business, but they really just want to focus on manifesting their most lit up life, which you totally freaking deserve. So this is all about clarifying your vision, understanding what do you really want to experience in your life, those fulfilling relationships, that job that feels aligned with your purpose, and just experiencing more joy, more happiness and fulfillment in your everyday and anything else that you desire. We are going to get clear about what you want, what is currently in your way of getting to what you want, the beliefs that we need to reprogram and let go of and defining new empowering beliefs and values for you to live by and understanding what are the rituals and the practices that you can implement to connect to your soul, to expand your consciousness and raise your vibration so that you can manifest with ease. So that's what Light Up Your Life is all about. And I'm really excited to be able to open up this container for new spiritual entrepreneurs and light workers to come in, transform and experience epic, epic transformations. So if you are interested, I'm going to drop all the details in the show notes so that you can check out both programs. I also highly recommend that you just book in a free 30 minute light activation call with me because together we are going to look at where you are right now, where you want to be, and what are the current fears, limiting beliefs, emotional conflicts that are holding you back from getting to that next level. And we are going to chat about what does that tailored roadmap look for you and whether or not we are going to be a good fit to make it happen together. So I'll also drop in the link below to book in your light activation call. I've had quite a few light activation calls already in the last week and it's crazy. Just the breakthroughs that can happen within 30 minutes of talking together. So even if you are not sure what you really want or any of that, I highly recommend that you book in your call because I am a thousand percent sure that you are going to take something out of that call regardless. So I'll put all the details in and I look forward to being able to support you on your journey. Now, I'm going to introduce to you the beautiful Ashley Perkins. Ashley is such an amazing, beautiful, light working soul. Her energy is extremely magnetic. Her confidence, her certainty in what she does will a thousand percent draw you in instantly. So as I mentioned earlier, Ashley is a self-mastery coach and speaker, a personal development expert and human design analyst. Ashley helps discourage entrepreneurs ditch the need for one more strategy and reclaim their power so they can shift their focus inward and cultivate a life and business they love and really be that person they were born to be. Certified as a master life and success coach, NLP and hypnosis practitioner with over five years of business and life coaching under her belt. 
Ashley's signature self-mastery method provides a safe space for conscious, caring entrepreneurs to end patterns of self-sabotage and embody their authentic identity, empowering them to easily and effortlessly expand their self-worth two times to ten times their income and magnetize their ideal relationships and even other amazing opportunities like speaking on stage. With powerful tools and transformative modalities like hypnosis, tapping, human design, daily reprogramming exercises, and more, Ashley's self-mastering method easily guides individuals to confidently step into their next level life and business with a whole new sense of purpose and power. You guys, Ashley is a major, major powerhouse, extremely inspiring, and the value that she drops and shares with us in this episode is absolutely mind-blowing. So in this interview, we chat all about what self-mastery is, how to unbecome who you were told to be so that you can really be who you are meant to be. We talk all about what human design is and how you can use human design and so much more. Ashley also shares with us six powerful steps and her favorite NLP technique on how to take things back to basic to center yourself into your most fulfilling life. So you are going to want to listen in to this entire episode, take out a notebook, jot down some inspiration, some notes, and I can't wait to hear how you guys benefit and transform from this interview. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Alrighty, I'm so excited to have you on the Badass Lightworker Podcast, Ashley. Welcome! Thank you! I'm so honored, excited, happy, and grateful to be here, Ella. Thank you. Yay, thank you so much. And how's your day going so far? So, so good. Like, the sun is shining. It's Saturday. I'm here with you. There's really, like, not much more I could ask for. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so let's jump into some spiritual speed date questions so that my audience can get to know you better. Yeah. First question is, what's your favorite crystal? Three-way tie. It's a three-way tie between pyrite, selenite, and rose quartz. Yes, my yeah. three favorite ones for abundance, energy clearing, and love. Yeah, like I cover all the bases there with those three. Yes, I love it. And what book is your favorite spiritual staple read? A hundred and fifty percent. It's a course in miracles. That was like the catalyst for everything. And it's still something that I go back to periodically just to like flip open a page and just like be reaffirmed and regrounded in all things spirituality. Yeah. And did you read the entire A Course in Miracles, like from cover to end? Like yeah. that giant like book that's like this thick. Yeah. <laughs> like super old English that I personally could not get past page 30 on. I know. Yeah, it's like a glyph, right? Like you you yeah. really gotta pour some energy into it. But yeah, one time to completion. I've read it from like front to back. And then anytime since I've kind of just like read little chunks. Um, gone back to places where I've like dog-eared, highlighted, starred just to, again, like I said, reground myself in this journey, especially as I evolve, because I've changed so much since the first time I read it all the way through. So you always learn something like there's always just like a little pearl or, or excuse me, or a nugget that you can find on any given page in that book. If you have the tolerance to break down that like old timey English. 
Yeah, and that's like the beauty of it. It's almost like an oracle card deck that you could just be like, what do I need to know today? Just yeah. the guidance you get. Yes, I love it. Awesome. And my next question for you is what was your most memorable spiritual or soul connection experience that really got you thinking like, wow, there really is something bigger out there supporting me. Like there is real life magic. What was that moment? Um, that was the moment I met my current partner of six years, um, eight years ago after just being in relationship after relationship after relationship, the last one of that sort of series being very toxic and abusive. Mm -hmm. I took some time and space for myself, which at the time was completely terrifying because I was a serial dater, a serial monogamous. I hated the idea of being on my own. And that was like my biggest red flag at the end of it all that like, I've got work to do here. And so I cultivated that self-love, that deep relationship with myself. And when I was ready, I cultivated who my ideal partner would be. And I swear, like it had to be within 30 days or something crazy short like that of cultivating it. I'm assuming because I was so in my power, I met my current partner so quickly and just got that feeling that like we'd known each other for lifetimes. Like we just bonded and connected so easily and effortlessly. And like from the moment we met, we were just inseparable ever since. There was no like, what's going on? Like none of those games where you're like, are we dating? Like what's going on here? It was just kind of like you and me locked down for life, baby, because this is insane. It's so kismet. So yeah, there's been so many other things that I've called in where I'm just like, oh my God, like this is real. Magic is real. But like by far, my partner has been the most like kismet, spiritual soul connection. Absolutely. I love it. I just got goosebumps. And <laughs> I love like how fast the universe works when you decide when you're like, okay, this is what I want and I'm not available for anything else. And the universe is like, okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's truly what it felt like. Just kind of like something clicked into place. Yeah. Um, and from that moment on, I mean, it's been great. We've been able to grow and evolve together because we met, you know, when I was in my, when we were both in our early, <clears throat> excuse me, when we were both in our early twenties, now we're almost 30. Like I'm going to be turning 30 soon. And that's, I feel like people who can grow through their 20s together because so much comes up through your 20s. I find that's so universal that it's amazing. It, it's so divine and it's so wonderful and expansive that you can do that with another human being. So I'm grateful every day for that manifestation and that like soul connection through my spiritual journey. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And that leads me to my next question perfectly, which is what's the most important trait for you in a soulmate partner? Now, I know there are many, but if you were to pick one, <laughs> number one non-negotiable, what would that be? I always say it's empathy mm -hmm. because to me, empathy is the gateway for all other um traits that are so vital to a, a solid, loving, supportive relationship. Like mm -hmm. to me, empathy is the gateway for vulnerability and that's the gateway for connection and that's the gateway for communication and support and so on and so forth, all of which are important, but I believe like wouldn't be as strong, concrete or present without empathy. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. My final speed date question for you is what's your favorite piece of spiritual wisdom? Mm. Oh, this was said to me at a time when um, 
I was really low. Like I was at a rock bottom of my spiritual journey and so much so that hearing this actually made me mad. So if you're someone in that position, know that I see you and I hear you and I acknowledge you and support you. It's going to be okay when you really allow this to sink in. Um, And that's trust the unfolding of your life and surrender, surrender, surrender. Like when you think you've surrendered, surrender more. Um, It's the hardest thing to do, but the most worthwhile, the most easy magnetic way to really just like live. You know what I mean? I feel like we're always trying to like white knuckle and control so much in our life and like figure out how things are going to work. It's natural. Our mind is always looking for that story. What's good, bad, true, false, right, wrong. But if you can just kind of be subjective in the midst of chaos, in the midst of a rock bottom and just trust that unfolding, oh, that's like where the magic happens. Yeah, I completely agree. That's literally been my journey for the last like two years is really like letting go of the steering wheel and just going like okay I'm just gonna flow with life and that's where all the magic happens so yeah that. although yeah like in those moments you're like <laughs> this is not what I need to hear right now I need to know the answer stop telling me to trust <laughs> I know I'm pretty sure I told like the person who told me that to screw off and like I was, I was like no, don't come at me with your woo-woo wisdom right now. Like I need woo-woo some wisdom. I yeah. love that. I'm like, I need something concrete. And she was like, but that is concrete. And I'm like, oh man, like you're really killing me right now. But it's true. It's true. It is. Oh, I love that. Okay. So now let's jump into some other juicy questions. So can you please tell us more about who you are, what you do in your business and how you shine your light in the world? Mm, yeah. I mean, I'll do my best to put it in a nutshell. It's very nuanced and multifaceted. <laughs> and it's been a journey, but um, you know, for brass text purposes, I'm a certified master life and success coach, just like you, Ella. We got to be insert together, which is so fun. Um, and I'm also a personal development and self-mastery coach and speaker, and I'm a human design analyst. What a mouthful, right? <laughs> But it all comes together to support me in supporting super discouraged entrepreneurs who have, you know, been building their business for at least a year or more. And they're the entrepreneurs who are just like constantly in search of one more strategy, one more strategy, one more strategy, one more strategy. That's going to be the solution when I really work with them to ditch the need for that because that need is rooted in something so much deeper on a subconscious level. And a lot of times it's rooted in lack of worthiness and a lack of belief in yourself. So through all of those modalities and the things that I'm trained and certified in, I really work with my clients to help them like reclaim that power by getting introspective, by going within so that they can cultivate the business that they desire to create and the life that they love as a person they're born to be without like the need for like reaching outside of themselves Mm -hmm. for anything else, because you already have everything that you need. So let's tap into that. Wow. I feel like you just totally read my mind and that is exactly what I live by. And yeah, like I found myself like last year too, falling into the trap of like, let me buy another course. Let me join another program. Oh, when I learn this great, I don't know, secret formula to success, then I'm going to be good. But then I realized that it was about coming back to who I really am and stop hiding the yeah. hardest facade of like, oh, I need to present myself in a certain way to be liked. It's like, 
ditching that bullshit and being like, I'm spiritual AF and that's why people love me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I love that so much. And this kind of work is so important because I find like in our society as well, it's so much about like leaning overly into the masculine of like, what's the strategy? What's the plan? What's the tactic? But sometimes it's literally just falling back into the being. So that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so potent. I was the same way. Um, so naturally everything I teach is, you know, rooted in my lived experience and the experience that I get to experience through my clients and the results that they get and the blocks that they're able to transcend. And, you know, you're so right. Like entrepreneurship, it's like, everyone's trying to be the next Gary V of the world and like no shape. (laughs) Yeah, no shade to Gary Vee. Like I have so much respect for him, um, for what he's been able to build and create, especially given his background. But like, there's no one size fits all way. Like Gary yeah. Vee's way works for Gary Vee, but there are a million and one plus infinite possibilities in ways that you can go about building a business, living in your authenticity. Um, that completely just eliminates the need for like that one more like 10 step success strategy, because like, here's the secret. They all work. They all work because they were implemented with the belief that they will work over and over again. And they were implemented by someone at cause for themselves and the results in their life and their business who has the courage and the introspective ability to be able to step back and say like, okay, I'm digging this one strategy. So instead of moving on to the next thing, how can I make this more my own? How can I make this work for me? Yeah. Actually having that depth instead of just like chasing the next shiny thing, which a lot of people get caught up in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, that's how you get on the hustle hamster wheel. And I'm so unavailable for that. And I'm so unavailable to see entrepreneurs like that. So that's, that's like the root of my mission. Oh, love that so much. And how did you find yourself just doing what you're doing now and getting passionate and into self-development and self-mastery? Oh man. (laughs) You're like, where do I begin? (laughs) It's been a long journey. Um, when I started my business, my main focus was 100% business and marketing as a coach for entrepreneurs. And eventually this sort of duality developed within me that like I couldn't ignore anymore. And it was rooted in that I was emerging from the spiritual closet. I've always been somewhat spiritual throughout my life, but through conditioning and, you know, societal norms, hence the air quotes, um, I learned to kind of pack that all away in my internal closet. And, you know, I was feeling safe to come out and do that again. Like I said, I picked up a course in miracles, read it from front to back. I started implementing ritual and meditation into my everyday and applying my current principles for self mastery to my life. And like, I couldn't deny the impact and the positive yeah. results. Right. And so that's where that duality came in because I was like, well, no, like if you're in business, you've got to be this one way and like look a certain way and do the certain things and talk about only X, Y, Z spirituality doesn't have a place in this. People are going to think you're insane. So like you have to keep it separate, but I felt that way. And I realized that most people do at one point or another feel that way, especially with this like new wave of just like collective consciousness and everyone's kind of waking up. Like there's no need to feel guilty or bad about it. Um, and so I really, 
it took about a year, honestly, of like push and pull and struggling with that duality. And then I started noticing my clients hitting the same kind of plateaus and struggling with the same duality. They were coming up against these blocks um, where they just weren't making any progress. They weren't getting any results. And I started feeling like crap because I'm like, man, like you're working with me. How like how can I justify any of this? Like it's breaking my heart that you're at a plateau. I'm at a plateau. What's going on here? And so that was really the catalyst for this was about a year ago where I started shifting my focus from the external, like mm-hmm. all of the strategy and like, let's set up that next funnel. And like, maybe it's your offer. Let's fine tune that and yada, 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 you know, the, all the business and the strategy to the internal, both with myself and my clients and like the transformations and results just blew me away again, something I couldn't deny. So it was seeing like clients who were once paralyzed to sell their services now easily like receiving four or five plus figures for their services and programs. And like clients that were only comfortable sharing their message by marketing on social media, like they'll post to Instagram all day, but you know, you, you give them a stretch to like pitch themselves to speak on stage and they're like, oh, hell no, no way. Like I don't, I don't do that. I just show up on Instagram where it's safe and convenient. But then like they were able to make those shifts and become like public speaking powerhouses where they were getting invited to speak on stage internationally just because of who they were being. And Yes. you know, all the while the same or similar results were happening for me in my business. So I knew like, okay, this isn't a coincidence. So I decided then to fully pivot and focus solely on self-mastery and personal development in the coaching space. Because while I am exceptional at formulating business plans and marketing plans, um, it doesn't fulfill me and my purpose, the way transforming human beings behind the business strategy does. Yeah. That's like, my nutshell, hopefully. Oh my God. I feel like I'm just going to be getting goosebumps during this entire chat. Like, oh my God. I just resonate with that on so many levels because I went through the same thing and I completely agree. It's that we're just so geared to look outside. Yeah. The moment that we come back inside is where all the magic happens and we can get to like the next level and the level after that so much easier and become that person that we've always been. So that is absolutely amazing to see people transform like that. Yeah, it's been incredible. And like, of course, we still talk about your business. Of course, we still talk about your messaging and how you show up. But it's like, you have all of the tools, the techniques and modalities you need to show up to the person who easily magnetizes what you're showing up to share your message for and like what the purpose of that funnel is for. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I love that. And so how do you define self-mastery? What does it look like when someone has mastered themselves? Mm, I I really define self-mastery as this process of becoming and remaining self-aware so you can fully embody your authentic self. So it's a process of being aware of your thoughts, your emotions, your reactions, like when you're triggered, your beliefs and your behavioral patterns, and then having the behavioral flexibility, the courage, that's so important, and the willingness to be at cause for shifting those thoughts, emotions, reactions, beliefs, and behavioral patterns that sabotage your authenticity, all so that you can live your life from that place of authentic truth and embodiment. 
Yeah. Okay. That is absolutely amazing because yeah, like everything comes down to awareness. If we're not aware of something, we don't know the choices that we have. Even if we want to change, we can't because we don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Self-awareness is always the number one step. Yeah. Oh yeah. What were you saying? I was just going to say like self-mastery really it's, it's taking you off of autopilot. Like Mm -hmm. so many people are living on autopilot, just going through the same things every single day, whether you recognize it or not, like the same thoughts, the same emotions, the same patterns and self-mastery is really waking up to that. And moreover, like leaning into where you can shift to embody more of like who you actually came here to be, not who society and everyone out there told you to be. Mm-hmm. I love that embodiment is everything. And in line with that, I know you also talk about the unbecoming. So mm-hmm. unbecoming who the world told you to be. And so what was your journey of unbecoming like? Oh man. Well, I mean, <laughs> to start, I to clarify unbecoming, I, I define and think of that as similar to self-mastery, it's shedding all of the layers of conditioning that we receive from birth to around 14 Mm -hmm. years of age, which essentially creates our ego, our shadow, the shell that we present to the external world um, and shift certain settings. We shift it in certain settings to receive love and belonging and recognition and support, but the shell isn't who we are, right? So the journey of unbecoming is like, how can you kind of like take those layers off and show up in your authenticity in every setting, regardless of who's there, what environment you're in, knowing that you create that love, the recognition, the acceptance, the belonging from within first. So, you know, what a mouthful again, but like my, <laughs> my journey of unbecoming, um, to sort of synthesize it with that has been beautiful and, and deeply challenging. I, I never sugarcoat this work because it's work. You know, it's, it's not always all love and light and you've got to acknowledge the dark as well and integrate the dark because like we've all got ego, we've all got shadow and it's okay. It belongs here. You don't need to like kill it off or get rid of it. It belongs here. It's got a seat at the table. Um, but like most people's journey of unbecoming, I had to shed so many layers, you know, the layers of the good girl, the achiever, the perfectionist, and I'm still working to shed those layers every single day. And a lot of my unbecoming work is centered on just accepting and loving myself who I am and as I am, like who I am being versus, you know, the grades, the accomplishments, the money, the status, which essentially is how I grew up receiving love and acceptance in my family. But yeah. I'm an adult now, right? Things are different now. And I get to define how I receive love, acceptance and belonging on my own terms. And yeah, it's hella scary, but like, it's also the most fulfilling journey and work that I've ever done. And I'm willing to bet will ever do. Yeah, that is super powerful. Really like accepting where you are at right now and being grateful for that instead of always looking just towards the next big thing. And then also, I think like what you mentioned that I really, really like is to know that it's a lifelong journey. It's an ever going process because sometimes I think like we get into this mindset of like, I just want to get it done with. I thought I got rid of that. Like, why is it back? (laughs) Literally like my life every, every day. I'm like, 
uh, haven't I, am I not done with this yet? Like, haven't we finished this? Haven't we tried this, right? Like, haven't yeah. we moved through that? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a journey. It's a process. And I mean, we can talk about that more, but I think that also just takes the pressure off. So just know it's a journey. And like you said, it takes the pressure off the need to like reach for that next thing. Mm -hmm. It's great to have goals. Like I have, I have goals, like goals are so essential. Um, but you know, it doesn't trump just becoming the best version of you and loving that right now and being grateful for how far you've come right now while you work towards that next thing. Yeah, absolutely true. Because the goals give us the direction. Yeah. But we only live in this moment. So if we're always trying to like future project ourselves, we're not actually living and it actually makes it more difficult to get to that direction because you're never really present. You'll never feel fulfilled or satisfied if you're just constantly like you'll always be hungry, basically, like if you're never satisfied with like the current present moment. Yeah. When you said hungry, it just reminded me back to master practice. Like, you gotta be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love Les Brown. Like, you gotta be hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, inside joke, but (laughs) (laughs) that and your burritos. Like, that's all I can think Okay, so I know that you incorporate so many powerful modalities like you have already shared with us today, like NLP, human design, and also I know you talk a lot about energetics and intuitive strategies. So can you share with us more about how these different modalities come together, work together to help people experience their true power? Yeah, I picture me in your subconscious mind, like making this beautiful little recipe with all of these modalities and just like serving you the best dishes that are just like pure transformation. But um, I love to think of these modalities that way as like the perfect recipe for lasting transformation on a subconscious identity level, which as you know, is where true lasting change occurs. So like to kind of layer this down and like how my brain contextualizes this and like honestly how I deliver this um, through any and all of my programs, specifically my self-mastery method, is like we start with human design because human design shows us a blueprint of who our soul is, who our soul came here to be and how we're meant to fulfill our purpose here plus how energy uniquely impacts our being. As you know as well, everything is energy. Like the bed I'm sitting on right now is energy. I am energy. You are energy. This mic is energy, all of it. So that's the human design component. So we have that sort of foundation, that blueprint. Then NLP empowers us to decondition Mm -hmm. all of the thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and behavioral patterns that are misaligned with our authentic self based on our human design. So essentially creating this like perfect relationship, this marriage of self mastery, and then like sprinkled on top of this beautiful recipe is my energetic gifts of easily reading into a block someone is facing and channeling multiple aligned solutions. Because like the thing is your business problems are personal problems. 100%. You look at where you're blocked in your business. I'm willing to bet you're blocked somewhere else in your personal life. And so I have this way, this like gift I've been given of easily seeing that. And that's essentially what follows that is where intuitive strategy comes along because 
I'm of the belief that success requires that balance, right? We were talking about the masculine, like you need the feminine, right? So it's like this balance of like the woo and the structure and the masculine and the feminine. So like by the time we get to intuitive strategy, we know exactly what works for you, right? We know the rituals that are going to support your transformation personally. We know the structure that's going to you know, create the most fulfilling, successful business for you based on your energy and your goals and what you want to create for yourself. So at the end, we've got this like gorgeous cake that's like sprinkled with transformation and that's the self-mastery method. Oh, that's so good. I'm living for that metaphor, by the way. I know what you're doing there. This is the beauty of talking to like another master certified NLP practitioner because you're like, you're storytelling the shit out of that. My subconscious is living for it. I love cake. Like all of a sudden you're like, I'm hungry. Oh, here we go again. I'm hungry. Oh my God, my audience must be going like, what is going on? I love it. They're probably a little weird like we are. So I'm, I'm into it. It's all good. <laughs> So can you please tell us more about human design? Like human design has always been something that's really fascinating to me. I've gotten a human design reading done. I know I'm a four, six generator. With hey, four, six line over here. <laughs> but can you please like tell us more about like how it all works and how knowing your design can help you live authentically? So you mentioned like about understanding what your soul is here to do and the energy of it. Um, but maybe you can give us like a quick overview of like the different types and yeah, kind of, like, what yeah. they mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's so nuanced and so in depth. What, like, just as like a small caveat, what we should do actually is a follow up interview, and I'll read your chart for the podcast, and everyone can get, like, everyone can get something from that, and like, learn more about their human design from that. Whether they're a four six, did you say generator? Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're a four six generator or not, like, you're gonna get so much from that. So put a pin in that. Cause I just had that like download if you're okay. open to it. Yes. A hundred percent. But in its essence, human design provides us with this blueprint. Like I was saying, this guideline for differentiation, because we all came here to be unique and authentically ourselves. And it's also a blueprint for authentic living. So in the human design uh, system, there are five energy types. There's manifestors, generators, manifesting generators, which are a relatively new hybrid. And then there's pro projectors, what up? And there's also reflectors, all of which have their own unique way of making aligned decisions, taking inspired action, and interacting with their environment and the world in a way that supports Full authentic expression, embodiment, and transformation. So I know, again, like lots of mouthfuls happening here today, but <laughs> if you're just getting started with human design, you can truly accomplish so much by just mastering your strategy and authority. I always guide people to start there because your strategy will tell you how you're meant to take action in a way that results in the most favorable, successful outcomes for you uniquely and specifically. And your authority is going to tell you how you can easily make aligned decisions that support the outcomes you desire to create. Now, of course, there are so many other variables that create the entirety of human design, but I always suggest starting with your strategy and authority to support you in really aligning with and living as your authentic self. Um, because so many of us 
if not all of us, I would be willing to just throw that generalization out there, have been conditioned from caregivers, society, the media, you know, you name it, mm-hmm. to believe that like the mind is the decision maker. And here's where people are like, wait a second, don't you like teach and embody all things like subconscious mind and mindset? Yeah, I do. But the thing is, in the science and wisdom of human design, you will never find an authority, which is your decision maker that is the mind or has anything to do with the mind. It's all about the body. Um, So the mind is great for confirming decisions and kind of like running over the jot notes of a situation, but you make the decision from your body, your emotions, and that inner authority is the language of your body. And when you follow that, you will always be guided in the most aligned direction. There are seven authorities all of which depends on your unique, authentic human design, but that's what's going to steer you in the right direction. So when you go to either Jovian Archive or My Body Graph, both are .com, by the way, um, you will be able to just plug in. You, you'll need exact information. Please, please, please have exact information because honestly, the slightest variation can completely give you something different in your chart. So know your exact birth date, exact location, and the exact time you were born. You plug that information in and you're going to be given your body graph, which is going to look crazy. There's so much happening in your body graph. Like I said, it's so nuanced, but you will be able to easily see at the top of your chart, it'll say strategy and it will tell you whether it's wait for the invitation to inform, wait to respond, you know that's your strategy. And that's how you go about taking action and your inner authority will be there as well. Again, whether it's emotional, sacral, um, splenic, ego, self-projected, that's, that's all going to be there. And then, like I said, maybe we could do another deep dive on human design (laughs) and cover your chart because like we could do a two hour podcast just on the energy types alone. I would love that. That's amazing. And a quick question to follow up on that. So I know my strategy is like to respond, um, but what exactly does that mean? Because I know sometimes I think about that and it's like, okay, so who exactly am I responding to? Because technically I can like take anything and be like, oh, I'm responding to this thing, but how do I know exactly what I'm supposed to be responding to? You're brilliant for saying that first and foremost, by the way, that's such a, it's such a great follow-up question, but though I'm saying what's brilliant is that you said I can always be responding. Yeah, Man, so many generators struggle with that realization. So the fact that you have that is like so potent to begin with, because as a generator, your, your aura is so open and enveloping, making you hypermagnetic. You're never not responding. Like people want that energy, people, environments, things, they want that energy. You're never not responding. If a song comes on and you start dancing, that's a response. Mm. That's a response. So waiting to respond as your strategy, what you're going to want and need to do first and foremost is check in with your authority because as a generator, that's what you do in the waiting. Do you know your authority off the top of your head? 
sacral. Yeah, lots of like, uh huh, uh huh. And even a, a generator with an emotional authority, like because you guys have such active sacral energy, um, you're always like, you'll know when you're talking to a generator or a manifesting generator because it's a lot of, oh, oh, uh huh, uh huh. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, you're very audible in how you process a conversation or an emotion, whatever it may be. So for you, that inner authority, that sacral inner authority feels like a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Is that true for you? Yeah. Good. So you feel that gut feeling first and foremost, and that either pulls you toward it's open and expansive or draws you away and it's contractive. Mm-hmm. That's your, that's your decision maker. So if I were to say like, Ella, I should come back and do like your chart reading on a podcast and you feel that, uh-huh, like that pull from within, like, yeah, then you know. So you're waiting for me to ask you first and foremost to do that two hour or whatever, not two hour, but to do that like deep dive on your chart on a podcast and you wait for that sacral gut response to kick in before you respond back to me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So that's how you use that. And honestly, all of you can do just that and see so much shift in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's transcending so much conditioning. Yeah. And it's really about dropping back into like your intuition of like going inward and like trusting what's coming instead of just like, oh my God, like what do I need to say or what do I need to answer? It's just like taking that moment to connect back to your body, which already knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now I want to switch gears a little bit into Mm -hmm. NLP. And so for people who are currently struggling with self-mastery, so perhaps, you know, they are still working on shedding those layers, deconditioning, um, perhaps they are more leaning towards the masculine, still trying to hustle and find that strategy, living their most fulfilling life. What are some of the top tips that you would share with them, especially in the realm of NLP? Like, are there any techniques in particular that are your favorite to use in those moments? There's one in particular and I'll share it, but first things first, what I have to say is take it back to basics. Mm-hmm. Um, I get how this can be so overwhelming on top of everything you're doing and like that you're obligated to do as a human being. Like some of you have to go to work. Some of you are trying to build businesses. Some of you have families, you know, all of these other, you're being pulled in all of these other directions. And there's so many like of those metaphorical boxes that you've got to check in a day add on top of that, this work, it's, it can be, if you allow it to be a recipe for overwhelm. So like, I get it because I've been there feeling like I've been doing all of the work and like nothing's integrating, nothing's working. And those are the moments when I've taken a step back and taken it back to basics. And that's just like hitting the emotional, spiritual, mental, like all of the things reset button. Um, And I also want to say that you're all doing an amazing job. Like if you're showing up for all of those things and you're showing up for this work and your mission is just becoming the better version than you were yesterday of yourself, then like, I applaud you. I see you. I'm cheering you on, like keep going. So let's talk about how you take it back to basics. And this is like a six prong approach for me, just like things that I always do that bring me back to that center and I'll rhyme them off really quickly for you and then dive into like the one most potent NLP technique that I use religiously. So number one, acknowledge and support your needs. 
so often we're coming from a place of feeling like we're being pulled in 50 directions at once and feeling like we have to fulfill all of those places and things that we're being pulled to. You don't. And like, this is where the strategy and authority for human design comes in because your authority is going to tell you like, yes, I actually want to do that. That is fulfilling for me in some way, shape or form, or no, I feel contracted. I feel pulled away from that. But somehow for some reason, there's a laundry list of reasons we're saying yes out of duty and obligation. And it's like, cut the shit, no more of that. So acknowledge and support your needs first, reparent yourself because we're adults now. We don't have our parents over our our shoulder doing like, do this, don't do that, go here, don't go there. Um, Say yes, say no. Like we have to do this ourselves. So reparent yourself by keeping promises to yourself. So if you don't want to do that thing, don't do that thing. Don't switch at the last minute because it's going to make Sally happy. Like screw Sally for a second. (laughs) This is where like my, a little of my masculine tough love comes out, but it's coming from a place of such love for all of you guys listening, because like, I'm, I'm giving you this advice from my lived experience. Okay. I've been the one who says yes to Sally every time. And then like rolls my eyes the whole drive home and like talk shit about it the whole time, because I said yes out of obligation. It wasn't Sally's fault that I didn't want to be there and still chose to go there and drain my energy being there is mine. I'm at cause for it. So we'll get into, you know, another part of this in a sec, but that's my huge number one. So number two is accept yourself. Can you hear those guys? Yeah. I'll just give them a minute. No worries. Okay. This is the beauty of like, I brought my dog and my parents have two dogs. So they're just like, they hear a little noise and it's chaos. Okay. I think we're good. Um, Okay. Number two, accept yourself as you are right now. Just like we were talking about, right. Instead of like reaching like, okay, but like, I still have to work on this and I'm not like, I haven't mastered this. No, no. Practice radical self-compassion as you uncover and transcend patterns of sabotage. Like there's no destination. I hate to break it to you. You're not going to get to a point where you're like, I'm completely deconditioned. Like it doesn't work like that. There's no destination. It's a journey. And this journey is a privilege. If you choose to see it as such, just accept yourself as you are right now. Number three, this is like very well tied in with number one. And it's set and maintain boundaries. Make boundaries your best friend by only saying yes when it's a hell yes, when you feel that inner authority telling you like, yes, I'm pulled towards this. I'm drawn towards this. And then only say no when it's really like a no. You feel that contraction. You feel yourself pulled away from it. You're getting that internal response of like, I actually don't want to do that. I actually don't want to go there. I actually don't want to be in that environment with that person. That's the most loving thing you can do for yourself and that other person or that environment because you're not kind of bringing any toxic energy into it. You're just respecting yourself, respecting them and both of your energies. Number four, protect and ground your energy by checking in with yourself regularly and asking, is this feeling, thought, emotion mine or did I pick it up from my environment or someone else? Mm right? This is a huge piece in getting out of that autopilot mode and becoming hyper self-aware because a lot of us, and I'm willing to put a lot of us here right now in this room, like you guys with me and Ella, we're empathic and like we take on a lot. And 
a lot of that's rooted in our gifts, right? We wouldn't be able to show up the way that we do as light workers without this amazing, badass, intuitive ability to just kind of tap into the other. But what happens sometimes when you're not conscious of how you tap into the other so well is how much you actually take on from them. That's not yours. And that could actually be sabotaging you right now. So again, begin that process of hyper self-awareness by just regularly dropping in, checking in with yourself with that simple question. Is this X, whether it's an emotion, a thought, a feeling, whatever, mine? Is it mine or is it something I just picked up in my life today as I was at work, as I was out for a drink, as I was out with my mom or a friend? You know what I mean? Like we pick it up from everywhere, even your clients, you guys. Like I always sage or Palo before and after sessions, even like this podcast interview. I feel Ella right now. And like, that's a beautiful thing, but you know, Ella doesn't want to necessarily feel me all day and I necessarily don't feel her all day. Right. So like, we've got to be fiercely productive and grounded in our energy. Number five is acknowledge that health is wealth by prioritizing proper sleep, nutrition, movement, and relaxation and play for the love of God play. Like when did we decide we were too old or like too adult, too grown up to just like let loose and have fun and like let our hair down, move our body, shake our head, like wear the thing without thinking about how it's going to make us look. Like if you feel good and that feels embodied and authentic for you, then like do it, do it. Buy the damn mini trampoline to put in your home office and bounce around on that thing every day. Like if you're like, if you've been wrapped up in a 10 hour workday, go outside and play with your dog, play with your kids, like allow yourself to play and allow yourself to rest and fuel your body and like be mindful of what you fuel your mind with and you allow into that space and oh my god sleep like just sleep please this is coming from a projector mind you who sleeps like a bloody vampire like <laughs> naps are a staple in my day-to-day life but regardless of who you are what your human design type is we all need to sleep and take care of ourselves so do that And lastly, number six, take ownership of your life by being at cause for it. Ask yourself what you can learn from emotions and experiences and where you have room to stretch and grow. That doesn't mean you did a bad job. It doesn't mean you're failing. You can't fail. It's just feedback. So be at cause for it. You know, if you want to get pissed for a sec, fine, get pissed, hit your pillow, (laughs) freak out, throw the thing, be a child and have a tantrum for a minute, but then like put your adult pants on and be like, okay, what can I learn from this? What is this trying to teach me? Where do I have room to grow here? That's self-mastery, like in a nutshell. So like you said, Ella, above all else, this is a journey and I think just labeling it as such, even though I hate labels, but (laughs) Labeling it as a journey allows you to kind of just take that pressure off and breathe a little easier now than like thinking you've got to like figure it all out. So my favorite way to like drop in and do all of this work and like check in with myself by far is hypnosis. Mm -hmm. The NLP technique I was talking about just a couple of minutes ago, it allows us to so easily bypass the conscious mind, as you know, and communicate directly with our subconscious, again, where that true lasting change happens on an identity level. So, I mean, it's also got other amazing benefits like reducing anxiety, improving focus, improving sleep, because it's activating your parasympathetic nervous system, which takes you out of that fight or flight stress response mode. So 
I will put a little shameless plug here and say that if you do want to experiment with meditation, hypnosis style meditation, and also guided EFT tapping sessions, which is another uh, NLP technique that works with energy, you can sign up easily for that. I send out videos every single week, either a hypnosis or a tapping session um, on my website. It's called The Weekly Shift. Ella's on the list. Uh, Love it. (laughs) Hanging out with me. Yeah, we cover all topics to help you kind of shift. I support you in a really amazing free way um, in transcending all of this conditioning and, you know, working through your own journey and process of self-mastery through those weekly hypnosis and tapping sessions. I love all of that so much. I don't even know where to begin. Like, I just want to say that you've got me like motivated to go dance later and just like go do a hypnosis and just like, yeah, you know, like just go all out, go have fun, play, say no to Sally. Be like, screw you, Sally. Sally. Not today. Not today. I love all of that so much. And thank you. Thank you so, so much for sharing all of that because I love how in depth you were and how you really guided us through that journey. And like you already said, you know, it's not about like, okay, I did step number one. I never have to revisit it, but it's about Mm -hmm. knowing that these are all tools available for you whenever you need them. Mm -hmm. And so that brings me to my next question, which is what are your favorite spiritual rituals and practices to stay grounded in your personal power on a daily basis? Uh, First of all, I love that you specifically chose ritual and practice over routine because I can't stand routine. It already sounds so (laughs) mundane and tedious. Like ritual and practice, it literally encompasses everything we were talking about. So for me, it's really honestly anything that allows me to empty out and reset my energy. So whether it's journaling, walking, dancing, meditating, tapping, salt baths, like Mm -hmm. sign me up for all of it. Because like I said, anything that allows me to just kind of like empty out the energy of the day and like set the intention for my energy for the day is like, I'm there for it. Yeah. I love that so much. And what does your typical morning look like? Um, yeah. Okay. Every, I'm like ritual and practice. So every, every day is different. There's no routine with me whatsoever. Um, like to take you to the very beginning, first things first, I'd never wake up with an alarm. Um, I also don't take appointments until after 11 AM Eastern time (laughs) because that's, a boundary, right? Like as we were just talking about, it's a boundary I put in place to make sure that I'm getting proper sleep. I'm not jarring myself awake and robbing myself of any sleep that my body needs. And I have ample time to do ritual and practice in the morning and really set the intention for my energy, especially because so much of my everyday involves pouring into other human beings. So I got to have like energy on fleek, like at its highest level. So After I get up without the alarm, I'll generally, I always bless and thank my body because I got the privilege of being on the wake up list that day and not everybody did. So I'm super grateful for a healthy mind, body, and spirit that allows me to even just get up out of that bed in the morning. So I bless and thank my body. Then I hydrate with lemon, Himalayan salt water. 
I have sun gaze if the sun's out lately, like we're here in Toronto, we're getting into fall, winter. And so sunny days are a little like few and far in between. But when the sun's out, I'm outside. And even if it's not, I go outside and just like sink in and sip in that fresh air. And I move my body. Moving my body is so important. It's also a component of being grateful for my body. Um, and, and from that point, I'll usually like intuitively check in with myself and see like what I feel like doing next. Um, and it also does kind of depend on my schedule and like where I am in my morning, but I'll sage and Palo, um, myself, my office space for the day, um, and any other areas in the house that just feel kind of stagnant just so I'm working in the most abundantly creative, high frequency space. Uh, I journal, that's a form of emptying out and just setting intention. I love pulling like just one tarot card every day, just asking um, what am I being called to pay attention to right now? Or what's the theme of today kind of thing. Um, And I'll meditate. I like to meditate once in the morning and once at night. Um, but again, I'm not super strict and rigid with it. Some days I won't even like meditate at all. I'll do something else like, um, crystal work or I'll do tapping or I'll do some time techniques if I'm feeling particularly heavy for some reason. Uh, and then always eat a big healthy breakfast. Cause again, we want to fuel our body the way we fuel our mind and all of the other parts of ourself and our being, um, always have a coffee. That's a staple. You guys got to experience me through this whole conversation with like a fresh coffee in the system. So, I mean, this is a testimonial for how much I need my coffee. <laughs> um, and at that point I'll probably just like check in with the day ahead, see what I have going on. If I've got a lot of client sessions, I'll prep for them. Like, you know, the drill at that point, but it's very fluid. It's adaptable. It's flexible just because I'm somebody who very much is away motivated from like structure and rigidity. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Like having that flexibility. And that's the thing. That's why I don't really like routine is because I don't want to be like stuck with the same thing every day because some days you might wake up like, Oh, I'm actually feeling like I really need an EFT tapping session. Some days it's like, Oh, I really just want to meditate for 20 minutes. So having that flexibility will really allow you to serve yourself in the best way possible. So I absolutely love that. And my next question for you is what keeps you going in your light work, especially when challenges arise and fears and things that you thought you'd let go of or like creeping up. It's kind of like an ex slipping into the DMs like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) What keeps you going? (laughs) That sneaky ex, like he's he's right up there with Sally. I'm like, screw you, man. I don't have time for that. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I had like this spiritually sassy. Let's call me that. Um, yeah, I, it's going to sound really intangible of, especially given everything I've said here today. Um, but I just have this like inner knowing that this too shall pass. Like even the good stuff, you know what I mean? Like that makes me even more grateful for the good stuff because I'm like everything like this too shall pass. This moment shall pass. This feeling shall pass this struggle, this hurdle shall pass, like all of it. And then I think that's all just really rooted in uh, a deeper inner knowing that I'm fulfilling my purpose here. Like even when it's hard, I'm fulfilling my purpose. That's what keeps me so committed to this work because I, I now am at a point where I cannot 
physically, spiritually, in any way, imagine a a life, a business, relationships, anything without this work infused into it. So like, it's, that's like my zero quit attitude. That's the recovering perfectionist and overachiever in me maybe. But I think it's more rooted in that deeper purpose of just knowing that I'm fulfilling what I'm here to do, even when it's hard and feels like nothing's happening. Yeah. The why, like the why is everything. When you know it, when you're connected to your purpose, it's like you're unstoppable. Yeah. What I'm here to do, no matter what happens, it's all part of the journey. Yeah. And what are you planning in your next level reality? What are the exciting things coming up in the pipelines for you? Mm, 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 mm. Something I'm really excited to share um, very close to uh, completing right now. um, And I'm currently accepting gorgeous human beings into is the self mastery mastermind. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm so pumped. Yeah. You got to hear a little bit about it in our uh, master practitioner certification, but it's, um, it's a four month mastermind program focused on everything we've talked about here today. I have my four pronged self mastery method infused as the curriculum in this program. And then like the added bonus on top of that, and also something deeply transformational is like everyone inside this container is going to get to shift and transform not only their themselves, but their business in this tight knit intimate, supportive community of other like-minded people who are doing this work because as we said, it can be so isolating, right? And like, you can feel like I'm not getting anywhere and no one gets this. And like, I'm the only weird one over here doing this personal development thing. And like, it's creating all these amazing results in me and my life and my business. Like I want to share it. Well, you get to be in a room constantly with people who are doing this work. So I'm most excited to share that right now. We're going to be kicking off in January, 2020 and we'll go to April and it'll open and relaunch a couple times over the course of 2020. But for right now in my immediate future, I'm just focused on creating the most divine transformational, um, masterful cohort for January. And ah, it's so exciting. That's super exciting. That's like the best way to start off a new year, a new decade. Like it's crazy. We're entering a new decade. And yeah, I completely agree with what you said about having that container of people who are like-minded and supportive. Like that's what we got when we went through Master Prac. And I'm so grateful for that because those types of containers really allow you to transform at a much deeper level. It's not just about learning the information that's helpful for you to transform, but really having that support and knowing that you're not in this alone is absolutely magical. So we're going to drop all the details to that in the show notes for any of you who are interested in checking that out. And so my next question for you is if you were to create for yourself one mantra to reaffirm your badassery, what would it be? Everything is working out for my best case scenario or something better. Yes. And so it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Like it just, it's, I believe it. You guys should believe it. Write it down. Say it every day because it's true. If you choose to believe that it's true. Yeah, I could just totally imagine you melting pot as you say that. Yes, I'm like, everything's working out. Hair flip for my best case scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Okay, that's 
so amazing. And where can my audience come hang out with you, spend more time with you, learn more from you? Let us know where they can find you. Yes. Okay. So you're going to learn about all things, um, programs, services, and mastermind on my website at www.ashleyperkins.co. The mastermind specifically will be at ashleyperkins.co. That's C-O, by the way, forward slash mastermind. And then I hang out and connect with the most light workers and just amazing, incredible human beings on Instagram. You can connect with me there and introduce yourself. I love chatting in the DMs at instagram.com forward slash ashleyperkins.co. Amazing. I love you so much, girl. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was absolutely amazing. And I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. And I love you so much. It's been so fun to just be in your energy and just pour love and light and just wisdom bombs into this epic audience that you've created here. Yay. Thank you. How amazing was that, you guys? Isn't Ashley just the most knowledgeable, high vibrational, amazing, beautiful soul ever. So I hope you guys enjoyed this interview that you were able to draw a lot of insights, value, inspiration from it. I know I personally learned so much from Ashley and I love her six powerful prongs and steps to centering yourself and living your most fulfilling life and just all the goodness that she shared around human design self-mastery there was so much so be sure to let us know when you have listened to this episode reach out to me on instagram reach out to ashley on instagram check out the self-mastery mastermind and just shower this girl with love because she so deserves it I want to thank you guys so much again for pressing play today, for tuning in to the Badass Lightworker podcast, and I will catch you on next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Badass Lightworker podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and this podcast, I would be forever grateful if you can subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, as that helps more badass lightworkers find this podcast. Let's be sure to keep in touch. You can find me over on Instagram at PSMLA, on Facebook and my Facebook group, Badass Lightworker Tribe, or over on my website, PSMLA.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, go out there, shine your light and make some massive impact. I love you.